Welcome fabulous women to the new fabulous show. I am tuned in, tapped in, turned on to who I really am. I am your host, the fabulous Doris Birch, founder of The Fab Factor, where we work with helping women connect spiritually, create wealth from a feminine perspective, and become highly visible so they can make a global impact to fully step into the who they are being called to, fully tapping into the power of the feminine. I'm an entrepreneur, mentor, author. I love the bling bling thinking more fabulously bigger and doing it differently where we disrupt the status quo for women. We are rewriting the rules and we are doing it being fabulous, of course, without sacrificing our femininity, spirituality, our personal fulfillment. The biggest question is, what are you willing to give up in order to become who you are meant to be? Many women are hiding. They are not willing to make the choice to let their old self die. They are quitting on themselves. But to create the vibrational space to step into their new fab you next level frequency in order to begin showing up in every area of their lives, in order to find the woman you wish to become, a choice needs to be made. Ready to say yes to your soul and become the next level new fab you now? It's going to take some inner determination and strength. But let me tell you, and allow me to be crystal clear here, it takes a lot of courage to release the old, step into your next level fabulousness of truth. When you can get real about who you are and say unapologetically, here is who I am. I think this way. I feel this way. I vibrate this way. I live on this sort of frequency and I show up this way. It is critical to do so if you're truly committed to having it all, a life fully by design and on your terms in order to shift the old, become the real you, and finally break the pattern once and for all. Why? Well, simply, there are still too few women who are giving themselves unapologetic permission to have a seat at the I want it all table. And there are fewer women who truly own and command their space. You make choices out of guilt or shame or blame. You compromise, you settle, you sacrifice, you continue to sabotage or destroy. This affects everything. Is it any wonder that you don't really let yourself dream that dream anymore? Never mind, act on it. How do I know all of this? Well, because I've lived it. It's the reason I think this must change and it must change now. Today's wave of spiritual women owning their power is unique, rare, and one of a kind. So what new fab you is all about is letting go of the old, the distorted, the shadow you, who you thought you had to be. New fab you is simply that the old you must die to make room for the new fab you. So let me ask you if you've had enough of just playing and you're ready to actually play life the way you know it's meant to be. Make the decision to say goodbye to the old. It's time to stop trying to create a new you around the same old people. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old thinking. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old habits. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old departure place. You just gotta say yes. Well, you don't gotta, but you do if you want to change, to be who you really are meant to be. Then say yes, yes to your soul, yes to you, 
yes to the up level. As I said earlier, it takes immense courage to be the real you. So enough, enough with hiding your light, enough with being less than, enough with trying to fit in, do it right, enough with saying you're different, but not showing it. It's time to give yourself unapologetic permission to be you. The age of the invisible woman is over. So let me come live and bring my fabulous guest, Stacy Marriott Coden. Did I say that right? I hope I did. I'm terrible with names and last names. I'm always terrible. There she is. Hello. Hello. I don't see you though. All right. You don't see me. Lord, mm -hmm. I surely hope I'm here. I hear you. I see you. <laughs> okay, well, I hear you. I just don't Oh see my you. gosh. Well. It says host not joined yet. Is not joined yet. Maybe you need your camera's not on. Oh, it's on. It's mm -hmm there lord great let's see if it's showing up on uh what we see on facebook yeah give us a second right all of these things are always so so fabulous uh it uh, no you're right i see you and it doesn't see me hold on one second okay. i forgot to do something forgot i have to remember there's this little funky little camera button can you see yeah, me now yeah. now i can thank oh i remembered i technology i forget this thing there's goes a lot to, of this it goes to the default camera and then i have to remember that i have to change it and i forget yeah you need more sticky notes <laughs> I know another sticky note to remember yeah. that. Okay, well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me today, Doris. I am so excited. So I have to always ask. This is my lead into our whatever this conversation is going to take us um, today. It's always very exciting to see where they go. But Stacy, so my new Fabu moment came when I surrendered. I let go of the last remaining bits of worrying about worrying about what people thought of me or if I was making sense or whether they wanted to hear what I really wanted to say. And I really went all in on me. And the thing is, when you dig beneath the, your fears and uncertainties, you do know you are worthy. And so what moment came for you to step into your new fab you next level? Mm. There's been so many moments because <laughs> it's like peeling onions peeling an onion, right? There's a, you think you got there and then you're like, oh, another layer. Okay. Here's another layer to go for. So I think, um, uh, let's see, oh, so many moments. It's been an on a lifelong journey of just discovering more about myself and showing up more and more for myself and not letting things that are in the past be pulled forward to create the future. Yeah, and that's the huge piece is not letting things from the past come into the future. They want to. They're like, we're going to come along. Um, like, what do you mean? You're like, you're trying to leave me? You must be crazy. 
yeah. and stuff. So it takes a lot to reprogram or reshift or re-evolve into yourself with without bringing those past things. And it's because they, they don't serve you were in the new the new season, the new adventures, right? Yeah, you got to dig deep and face the mirror of the things that, you know, the, the you can call them all kinds of stuff, the patterns, the, the limiting beliefs, the subconscious, the gremlins, whatever they are that like, you know, tell you different things, the chatter in our head. Yeah, you know, I posted this morning on my Facebook page and it, and it was just really resonated. It was like the energy of waiting is fear. And how many times have you waited on something and you know fear was the reason you were waiting? Oh God, I'm waiting right now. And I know that I've been making <laughs> myself a little cuckoo. And, uh, and what's also hard is I've been making my husband a little crazy with my crazy. I'm like, come on into the crazy with me. <laughs> He's like, no, I, girl, you got to find a way to make this process fun. <laughs> make it a game. Because he said, right now you're winning at, you know, the crazy part. But how about we win at making it fun? And like, where can we find the joy while we're waiting to know about different things? Yeah. And so what are you finding that to look like for you? Well, um, just waiting for a number of different projects to evolve a number of different like places uh to you know people to get back to you or like what's going to be next as far as some different work opportunities and ways that i can serve so you know and it, when you don't hear back sometimes we we i can uh make up stories of why that is <laughs> and it's often about not being enough when it really has nothing to likely do with me and it has likely to do with whatever the other person is doing in their life. That I, I'm glad you said that because it is so true. How many times do we make up stories? We just make up stories to just mm -hmm. justify what really is going on. And when we, when we, when we know we've done all our part in the whole piece of it, we just need to really let it go. And mm -hmm then start creating thoughts that make it start manifesting in the way that we want, but we'll instantly create a story around who we're not being. Yeah. And the, you know, uh, Oh, if I had only, you know, finished that master's degree, if I had only, you know, stayed longer at that other job, or, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a job. It could be like about calling uh, somebody calling you back for a date. Oh, if I had really gone to the gym a couple more times, like, I mean, we just go on and on. It's, and it, it's amazing. And it's, and it's amazing. And if you don't catch it and, and, and it's good that you have a conscious husband who probably supports you in like, okay, Stacy, get out. A thing. I, I should pay him. I, his clients pay him handsomely. I should be paying him for his work. He's a, <laughs> he's a business strategist, coach and consultant. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm like client number one. <laughs> He's the gem. You know, which is good because, I mean, a lot of us don't have those types of husbands that can understand what's going on and yeah. snap you out of it. So you probably don't have to stay in that spiral for too long because he'll like, okay, get out of it. <laughs> uh, my spiral will, will fight 
pretty hard. <laughs> but I have, I use all kinds of other things. Like, right, I don't know if this is going to come out backwards on your screen, but like just writing out like things like this for myself and posting it in front of me. Is that backwards or forward? No, I can read it exactly. I love it. And, yeah, and that's true. I'm so, that is true. I mean, I do the same thing. I mean, you got to constantly post stuff and write and journal and say who I want to be. You know, as I am this, I am that, yeah. you know, and constantly that reinforcement. I was like, you know, it's that, it that constant reminder. And once you put that I am in front of it, that is the power. Yeah. And it really does help. I mean, uh, it really does. I mean, sometimes I have to wipe the slate clean over here with the different post-its and different things because it can be, you know, you start to not see it, but then you refresh it and something else inspires you. And yeah, it's, it's very important to, you know, not only have the, have the words, but like embody the practices and like really start to, see that like the window of the crazy and like the challenges to get sm a little smaller and smaller. Do they ever, I don't know if they ever go away completely, but you get practiced at the other way so that you can create that fabulous self that you talk about so much. Yeah, because it's the only way to make the shift. It is the only yeah. way. And if you don't make the shift, then you, there's a piece of you, I truly believe that doesn't get to show up in the world and doesn't get to make the impact that you really want to be making. And at the, yeah. oh, I heard the most powerful thing the other day, but I guess was exactly what I needed to hear. Um, and I haven't followed or listened to this man in years, but um, Les Brown, um, so he just had a birthday and he turned 75 and he was just basically grateful and he's had some health things and just stuff like this. But this is a man who's been on his path for 50 years. Um, yeah. and, he, and I was thinking, wow. And he said the most profound thing. I mean, and the profound thing is just that he was in so much gratitude to be able to be used to make a difference in people's lives. And then I thought to the added piece of that and at the same time, over these 50 years, he never probably apologized for charging for his services. No, yeah, no. And he it was a muscle he grew over time. He didn't yeah. you know, come out of the gate and be like, hi, I'm Les Brown, and it costs $150,000 for me to stand on your stage. But we see somebody's chapter 10 or 12 or 50 and think that, why am I not in that chapter? Well, you're not in that chapter, my friend, because you got to walk that journey. Right. Maybe in right. chapter one or two. Right, girl. And but that's the biggest thing. And it's like remembering that all of us, when we start, we really are in a place of making a difference. We impact somebody's life at each journey that we're on. And I think if we keep that in mind that we are making a difference, however it looks, and even if it doesn't look like we think it should look or we should be at a you know a trigger, it was like I read just this morning, I was read an email and I try not to read other people's stuff before I do the show. I try to stay in the zone. Yeah. Um, but I caught myself reading um, one of my mentors things and um, and I was like, dang, you know, I should I should be at her level, too, you know, kind of thing. It's a dangerous place to uh, go. It's real. That's a good practice to not read other people's stuff and to like 
kind of like tune out the noise. And if it means not checking your email until after you've done your morning uh, the way and gotten your groove going, then do that. Nobody's going to come and be like, you have to check your email at 7am or 630 when, you know, come on. These devices are soon going to be like, you know, on our palms. <laughs> Just. I know. I mean, that is my biggest thing not to, to, you know, I try to do that really consciously not to check in because it will distract you and it will trigger something mm -hmm. you know, most likely when you're on this path of awakening people and doing more fabulous things with them. Um, so what, um, so what's one thing you for this year so far, how's this year felt for you? Cause I have to ask, cause for me, this weird, weird, what is it? February 19th. For some bizarre reason, this, I feel like I've lived the year already. It's like, <laughs> it has been such a heavy month and a half. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's not, and I'm like, I feel like I've lived the whole year. Mm -hmm. So how's it feel for you so far? Uh, there has been incredible uh, things and there has been, uh, and I have allowed uh, some challenges to, uh, you know, take over some of the incredible things. Um, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been all the, all the full range. There's been already some beautiful experiences and uh, opportunities and, you know, sometimes there's also the things that I'm working on. And it's like, it's all of it. And what we, you know, we've, what we focus on continues to be the predominant energy that is running our lives. And if we want something else and it, you know, these words are easily spoken, but it's the, I want the listeners to understand the words are easily spoken. It's the practicing, the exercising, the muscle that takes the time. And we're so like instant gratification. I do too. Um, but it, ta it takes time. One of my jokingly kind of examples is, you know, people say, oh, I wish I had arms like Michelle Obama. They're all like, you know, curved and gorgeous. And well, she doesn't just go in and lift weight one time, my friend. She goes and she does it every day or like however many times to get that, you know, sculpted, gorgeous arm at, that she people write about. Like, oh my God, Michelle Obama's so fit. How is she? Any of it. So any of it is a practice and a muscle that has to be exercised daily. It's like a full-time job. It really it is. is. It is. It's an embodiment. I mean, if we want to be fit and, and especially as we get older, I mean, it's conscious. It's that conscious is no mm -hmm. saying, you know, I don't like doing this or I don't like eating that. I mean, it, it goes hand in hand. What you're eating, what level of fitness are you operating on? All those things. Mm -hmm. And most time people, they don't want to do it. It just, no, they so that goes for everything else. Most people don't want to do it. They you wanna do it. Sometimes you got to get honest with yourself and be like, yeah, I don't want to do it because the, you know, if you're not honest with yourself, you're just torturing yourself. Oh my God. That is like the most profound thing because it's true. The first person you must be honest with, truly honest with is yourself. And when you really evaluate, okay, you know, what do I really want to look like? Do I want to be fit? Do I really, should I be eating this? You know, what do I want my business to look like? You know, what yeah, kind of, yeah, do I want? 
relationships are the most powerful things to constantly ask yourself over and over and over and over and over again. And if you don't keep asking yourself, then you'll never answer it to your Mm -hmm. truth. Because I think each time we ask ourselves, I think we get a little bit more honest about what we want. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Very much so. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've only been an entrepreneur for about four years. Um, And honestly, I don't totally love every aspect of it. I don't think anybody really loves every aspect of it. And I'm kind of, you know, working on some things to like, how can I make it work for me rather than like, oh, God. (laughs) But that's true. And it is. I mean, it's a beast um, to do this thing. I mean, I don't think any of us really called into it. Um, You know, we have a a reason we want to do it, but then we get into it and we get into the business aspects of it and growing into being, you know, from, okay, I've started this business and I'm calling myself an entrepreneur. um, What does that really mean? And then really switching to being the CEO of your company and making those kind of conscious decisions. I mean, the simplest thing is just even me catching. Um, one thing I did. Um, oh, I don't want to say that. Um, <laughs> like, I won't completely say that. But one of the things I did was that I made some decisions for some um, other things without me really saying it. But what I noticed was that I wasn't owning it as the CEO of my company. And when I was evaluating because of the thing that'll be coming out in, in I'll be making an announcement probably maybe tomorrow or Monday. I don't Ooh, know. That's um, I know it is so exciting. Um, it's ready to be announced, but I needed to make sure the back end was right. Cause like this time think more strategically right. and uh, CEO minded um, for yeah. this next thing. And it had me go back and recheck some things. And I'm glad I did because some things weren't off. It was like, Oh, it's no longer acceptable for just stuff to be cute, Doris. Uh, like mm-hmm. It needs to be business oriented as well. Mm-hmm. And so I made those adjustments and shifts. And that really was like, oh, my gosh, just something a little a little tweak here and a little tweak there of just owning this empire that I'm building. And my word for the year is Empress. And so that Ooh. is <laughs> triggering this leadership, this um, feminine leader in this position and building an empire. And it literally is tweaking those things. I think I'm really conscious because it's like, oh, if you really are an empress and building this empire, what would this look like? And so it's having me doing all those things, um, you know, to embody what that really looks like. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What Did you have a word for the year? I did. And um, it's not as uh, flashy as empress. It's responsibility. That's huge. Yeah, I've been really working on taking massive responsibility for all areas of my life. That is huge. You know, I think yeah. I think our words are, you know, for what we have to do for the year. I know last year my word was certainty. So each year the word supports the word from the year before supports each year the next year. So certainty was my word last year because I really needed to be grounded in the certainty that God, mm-hmm. the universe and the collective really does have my back. Yeah. Let's talk about for a second, if people, you know, okay, so it's February 19th and maybe there's some people that are like, Oh, I don't have a word. How do you get a word? Don't overthink it. 
what is something that you want to be working on? What is something that you want to be like, you know, and actively engaged in, in your life that can like pull you forward? Yeah, I think that's, that's true. And, word. and just like you mentioned earlier, don't get distracted by somebody else's word. Um, no. So it, it's got to be a personal thing. It no, don't judge it. If like you know, don't overthink it. It's something that you want, like a a theme or an energy that you want to carry, and you can change it during the year. I mean, it's, I get sometimes people will say, "Well, if I found this, you know, do I have to stick with it forever?" Like we're all like a little commitment phobic sometimes. I'm like, you know, change it if it's not working for you. Sometimes I have people like in my circles, in my retreats, like pull an Oracle card from like some, you know, groovy deck. And I'm like, if it doesn't resonate, stick it back, pull another one. Like there's not like, you're not going to hit lightning bolts, not going to come down on you. And people get really afraid. I'm like, oh my God, what does it mean? Oh, it means what you, whatever you make it to mean. So put it back if it's not working for you. Exactly. And, and and that's the key thing. It means whatever you want it to mean. Or it means or just relax about it mm -hmm. and let it tell you what it means for you. And then you can see how it evolves instead of trying yeah. to put meaning to it before yeah. you're, you need to be putting meaning for it. You know, sometimes yeah. it's just like, let it just, let it just soak in and it yeah. helps you. And it's I mean, everything will speak to us. This word might responsibility might not be the word for the till December thirty first. Like it's okay, you gotta like hold it lightly in your hand and allow it to serve you and see what what how you what decide to work with it. If it's a word or a phrase. I mean, whatever it is, whatever yeah. you can do to help support them in like not looking and you know the it, comparison, complaining, and criticizing. Those are the three death star <laughs> like things that you know take us out don't compare don't criticize and don't complain and find your own path your way and that's going to move and change as you journey that is so true so tell us um so what are your retreats when you have people going your retreats what what are your retreats about well, I like to, I'm, I'm doing so, I like, I listed out my projects yesterday and I was like, oh God, I have a lot of projects going. Um, I love to support other coaches in helping them to build and design destination retreats. I have a background in uh, education, having led uh, well over 50 retreats myself. Um, and they're, you know, they're somewhat spiritual personal development human growth connected collaboration and community um i love to travel i love taking places people to different destinations to experience more of the world because one of the things that is true to me is that look let love and connection and family and people are really more alike on this planet than different and that love and that community and that connection that sh it shows up differently all over the planet, but we make a, a big mistake in thinking that it is different. No, the way I love my daughter, the way you love your son, the way that somebody loves their child in, you know, Eastern China is the same. It, there is no difference. So how do we all begin to understand and like learn more about the planet through those kind of experiences? 
Because it the love that it sounds it shows up differently, but it, at the essence, it's the same. And to point the finger and say he or she doesn't love their family, that's the, that's a crime against humanity. They sh they love them differently, but that love is the same. Yeah, that's really very interesting to say because I can't Im imagine. Um, I mean, to wake people up to just not judge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like you know, there's a lot of stuff happening about the coronavirus and like that, you know, health situation. But to think that the people in China are not afraid or feeling, you know, really like scared about it. It's so judgmental. Of course they are. They don't want their family members to suffer, just like you don't. So don't blame them. Like even the even the I mean I'm getting a little political, but even the higher ups in uh, Chinese government, they don't want their people to die either. They, Nobody does. Their family. They might want their. They might not care so much about different citizens. Nobody but, does. And nobody people. Does. And the thing now that's really very intriguing about the world we live in um, because people have become comfortable for, I think in the last few years um, with leadership um, in the country that they are saying things and then reaping these um, repercussions. Like I just, my husband just told me somebody made a statement in regards to um, Kobe Bryant and she lost her job because she posted it on Facebook. I mean, and it was basically like he deserved to die. And I'm like, who would say that? Who would think anybody deserves to die? It's somebody that's living in a deep sense of fear and, and separation. That's the thing. So, so the woman, she, of course, her company, you know, people report you now or people find out. And she doesn't, she's no longer employed because now people are like, they're saying stuff, but then their companies find out and they're being let go. It's like, you really, where's the yeah. humanness in this being that, you know, so yeah, no one wants no one to die. We all want to be living. Everybody, Everybody has wants to be happier. Culture and every, we all want happiness. We all want to mm -hmm. be thriving. Nobody doesn't want that. It's like, seriously, people. I know. So that's why I love like coming on shows like yours and supporting that work and like, and the work I do with my clients, like just helping them to see that greater perspective and where they fit into it isn't from a place of like separated over here versus like, oh, that's over there. Like, no, like it's it's more togetherness. So, you know, maybe like your version of fabulous isn't my the same as my version of fabulous, but the fabulous is the same. See what I'm saying? So how you well, get actually comfortable my fabulous is different because <laughs> but it will relate to so many people because my fabulous is broken down into a um, it's not the general thing of what people think fabulous is about. Fabulous in our world is about faith, awareness of who you currently who your creative inherent ability is to mm -hmm. believe um, unapologetic permission, love yourself. Um, yeah opulence, unity with your voice and message and being spiritually connected to God. And in some way, somebody can relate to, to one yeah, of those. Totally. Because yeah. it's, at the essence, it's the same. Yes. So it's all be like, be 
who you were created to be and be yeah. that most fabulous version in our world. Yes. But yeah. oh my gosh, Stacey, this has, you know, we could probably just talk for <laughs> I hours. Know, I like talking. Um, I like talking to you. You were so deep and I love it. It's like, ooh, you have to come back again. You have to come back later in the year. Okay. Yeah. Maybe my word will be different. And, you know, nothing stays the same. Nothing stays the same. So I always like to see the evolution and, and just the new insights that people yeah. get in the new, because, you know, that's the beauty of growth is that, you know, what you'll learn and what we learn now will be we'll have another story come mm -hmm. October. Mm, I would love to come back. Thanks for having me. Yes. I'm so glad you were here. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Well, until you come back again, bye Stacy. Bye. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Okay, everybody. Thank you for this episode of the new fab you show. Thank you for joining me today and my fabulous guest, Stacy, for this episode of the new February show. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you can automatically get new shows every week. And I would love if you leave us a review. We are on Apple Podcasts and the new show.com. I love to hear from you. Come join the conversation online. You'll mostly find me on Facebook and Instagram, but also on Twitter and LinkedIn. Just head to newfabuseshow.com. You will find all of them there and you can find my why at thefabfactor.com. The New Fabu Show is the elevated, unapologetic permission conversation for women leaders. And I'm honored you tuned in.